Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Shout out to everybody I didn't mention and all the guys I played with, um, if they're listening. Um, probably are. You guys are doing a good job. but We appreciate uh, that. And then, yeah, a special shout out to uh, Jake, Jake Witt and uh lynch here okay just want to say hi to those guys and uh yeah just the homies that's really about it welcome back to bucks in deep on today's episode we have a very special guest for you guys Former Cappy for the Boston University Terriers and current wagon for the Grand Rapids Griffins, Patrick Curry. Pat, thanks for joining the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Hey, p- pumped to have you on here. Um, you know, any shout outs you want to give before we start just firing pucks behind the net? Maybe the person who hacked your Instagram account, just like tell them to go f- themselves. Or- Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, wherever that guy is. Thanks, man. But yeah, um, <laughs> I, I- yeah it was a, that was actually a funny story. It, it, it's it's tough. I we don't yeah. know who did it. We didn't set you up. We gotta. We swear yeah. to God. We come in there, yeah. I mean, and now there's man. zero. I looked in your account, zero posts. So they just wiped everything. Yeah. Yeah. I like looked at yeah, her DMs guy, last night, and yeah, all of a sudden, Instagram. The guy emails me and he goes, "Hey, like, if you want your your account back, you're gonna have to send me sixteen hundred dollars." I was like, "Buddy, you can have it." <laughs> yeah. Hell so, no. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I don't even know how that happened, but I was like, as soon as I saw it, like, I don't know. If Kara should like, DM us in the middle of the night. Yeah. I think he did, but as soon as yeah, I got I it, playing, I, uh, I was playing Xbox with him. Yeah, he DM'd me, and I literally woke up to the DM, and I kid you not, I, I changed our password to like 500 letters the second I saw it. Yeah. I was like, That's if he got hacked, stuff. we're getting hacked, bro. Like, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, probably a good, good move to secure the accounts. Yeah, yeah, man. If we would have lost our program, uh, I would have been 10 bottles of Pinkwood deep right now, probably. Yeah. We'd lost our stuff. We don't have 1600 right, We don't have $10 to throw down. <laughs> Screw that, man. That was brutal. But, but we're starting, you know, ground up here. This will be a big first post to be shared back in. And, uh, you know, everybody, let's let's go follow. Now that our boy's got his account back. Chef Kurz 11 on Insta. You're, you're going to want to get in there. Yep. There. Instant plug. We got you. <laughs> what a turn of events, man. I'm sorry about that. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. I feel like he saw our it post happens. and just came and just jacked your stuff, man. <laughs> That had yeah. to be it. Or, I mean, Terrier Hockey is a lot of followers. That's true. They probably saw it. So, let's jump into that. You know, like, what have you been up to in the offseason here besides just getting Warzone dubs with the boys? Yeah, um, obviously trying to, at this point, you know, we would be playing right now. So, just trying to keep it as, as normal as possible, kind of how it would be. Um, so, right. obviously, getting my workout in in the morning, uh, skating with some groups and bouncing around. Uh, I went out to Detroit for about a month. I skated with their core, core group of guys. Um, some of their skill development guys. So that was good. Get to know some guys in the organization. Right. Uh, I got a few skills coaches that I work with, some guys that I grew up playing with. Um, so, yeah, honestly, just trying to keep busy, making sure, you know, keeping the body moving, staying in shape. And, um, you know, whenever the time comes when, when you get that call that you need to play, uh, you want to be ready for it. So that's about it. Absolutely. Now you talked about training and whatnot. Has anything changed, though, in your daily like regimen, like as far as the actual training itself, now that you're out of college and you're in pro? Uh, yeah, obviously there's a lot more downtime um, yeah. afterwards. So, you okay. know, health and, you know, what you're eating, how you're sleeping. But, you know, what really opened my eyes was going to Detroit and just, you know, working alongside guys like Larkin, Bertuzzi and these guys and just seeing what they do day to day. Um, they're such great pros. And, you know, that, that four weeks that I was there, um, I think I learned more about the game than I have in the, in a long time. So um, that was really beneficial for me. So, yeah, just just trying to be a pro every day and, you know, obviously, 
you need to you need to unwind sometimes but we're having some trouble with the mic most of that we got though yeah Uh, (laughs) we'll just have to cut it up real nice but yeah like you said like trying to be a pro every day and then obviously there is some unwinding with you know you got to get dubs but uh, especially (laughs) a a stressful day like like yesterday sticks sticks with the boys the hand eye it's got to be there you know on and off the ice (laughs) respect that but you know let's talk about uh you know get back to the end of last season uh, what are you doing with the mic here, James? Yeah. Okay. Let's get back to last season. Yeah, you in particular were on a heater to end the season. I believe seven points in the last seven games. You know, you guys had an up and down season, obviously, but I mean you proved that you can beat anybody in the hockey east there and you're set up to play UMass Lowell in the first round of playoffs. You know, uh what was that like to just like have your last playoff run taken away from you? Like, are you still a little bittersweet about that? Yeah, well, you know, the worst part about it was, you know, you like to know when you know you put four years into a university and a, and a university that gives you so much back and you like to you'd like to know when your last time you were putting on that jersey is so right. i guess for example we played our, our last game against northeastern at home and you know like in my mind i uh, like looking forward to playoffs like we have a good team we have a shot and uh you know we like the matchup and then next thing you know we get off the ice for uh pre-game skate and um we're not we're not we're not playing anymore so it's pretty tough to to you know have all those emotions come at you at once you know and it's it's one thing when you can do that in the locker room and you're you're done for the year and you know your career's over at at school but uh just having to digest that was really tough in the moment but i mean it is what it is and you know you can feel sorry for yourself but at the end of the day everybody's going through it and i know there's a lot of seniors out there who you know didn't know that it was their last game and it's it's tough so i mean unfortunate way to end the end a career with the with a great university and a great group of guys. Right. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head. Like you said, we've heard that kind of league wise, as far as the guys that we've had on, you know, and yeah. And then some, some, some seniors don't, you know, that's, that's it for them. You know, it's, well, not a whole lot of people were done with their first round sections either. Like I think like yeah, I mean, four schools were eliminated if they were in there. So it's just tough. Um, <laughs> let's say you were given an extra year of eligibility, like the NCAA is offering for the seniors this season, if they're playing, uh, would you have taken it or would you still, have, uh, you know, gone the professional route? Yeah, I think I have to say as much as I'd love to be back at BU, I think, you know, I, I put my time in, I developed. Um, I wasn't a guy who came in as a true freshman. So, you know, I'm an older guy. I'm ready to get in. I would definitely sign. Um, I think it was time for me to go. Um, but, yeah, obviously that's a tough decision to make because, you know, you make so many relationships there. And, you know, a team where I kind of came in is like a, a lower-end guy and I worked my way up to, to being the captain the senior year. I mean, it was a special four years, but I mean, everybody has their time to, to move on to the next level. And I think it was time for me. So uh, I like that answer. Let's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're switching. We are a glass half full podcast. So we just had to give you that quick, hard question. Now we're going to get, you know, nice and easy ones. Let's just focus on the positives. Yeah. You set career highs across the board last season. You got 32 points, led the team there at 19 goals, you know, plus 10 on the ice, which makes sense because you did end up being voted the best defensive forward in the hockey East. You know, should every team going forward just give you the C and just get out of your way? Or like, you know, how how did things just work out and start clicking for you last season, you know, above all other seasons? Obviously, you had a good junior year as well. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I think it all starts with, like, the guys you're playing with. And I gelled really quick, quickly with uh, Trevor Zegers and Patrick Harper. And, you know, when you're playing with two guys of that caliber, it makes it a lot easier, it makes your life a lot easier. I mean, I was kind of my job was kind of to, you know, get the puck and get on these guys' sticks. And I knew my role. And, you know, you find yourself getting pucks in areas where you can be successful from these guys. So they helped me out a ton. Um, but, yeah, just going up through four years in terms of, like, the leadership aspect, I had so many great captains on the way up. Doyle Summerby, uh, Brandon Hickey, Dante Fabro, who, who I'm really good buddies with. And, you know, you watch these guys every day, and if you can take stuff from them, uh, you take all the things that they do and you see what they do and how they carry themselves. And if you can make that translate, it, it worked out for me. And I was an older guy and, you know, I was very vocal in the locker room and I was just, I was just honored to have my teammates, you know, vote me as, as captain and, and become a leader of the team. So it was just, it was just cool how everything came full circle, you know, just judging on how I came in and my production then and then my production when I left. So it was awesome. Right. Yeah. You definitely, That's everything story came full circle, like you said, like earned your way up in that program. Um, and what I liked, I let, read your letter to Terrier Nation. You know, you mentioned that 
head coach Albie O'Connell really believed in you from the start. Like, was he the one that recruited you originally? I'm guessing. Yeah, him and uh, Scott Young actually. Okay, okay, that's awesome. You know what? What uh, was that transition like having you know David Quinn your first couple seasons behind the bench, and then uh, your last two seasons having Albie at the helm there? Yeah, well, you know, um, I can't really like blame Quinn. You know, I came in and I was immature. Um, you know, I was I was going out, so I mean, I feel like I really didn't take it seriously. But I I feel like um, as the years went by, you know, I started to become more well-rounded just in life in general, as well as my game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just so happened that, you know, Albie always knew what I could bring to the table as a player. Obviously he'd recruited me, had been to a lot of my junior games and, and saw, saw what I could bring. And, you know, he stepped in at that time and, you know, I kind of viewed it as an opportunity to kind of, you know, better myself as a player and, and start climbing up the, the depth chart. And, you know, he was, he was there for me. He talked to me through all of it. Um, just just a great mentor for me and um just it's it's all about opportunity and, and he gave me the opportunity um and I kind of ran with it and it, it ended up working out for me so um I owe a lot to uh LB for for giving me that chance once 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 you knew uh you had that chance buddy like you know what was going through your mind um when you know that you got to you know put on the BU jersey and you know follow the footsteps of guys like to name a few Ryan Whitney I was going to put that out there, but then you have guys go to the show like Greenway and Keller. I mean, did that motivate you? Did those guys, you know, your freshman year, your team is just stacked. Does that, I mean, did that, does those those guys motivate you to get, you know, to the next level? Yeah, absolutely. And are you still talking and, to them, um, I guess? <laughs> what'd you say? Are you still talking to those guys too, or no? Uh, yeah, I talk to a lot of them. Obviously, you're a little tighter with your class. Right. Um, just because that's how it is, you know? Yep. But yeah, I still keep in touch with a lot of those guys. and you know, we check in here and there and it's, yeah, it's just cool going to a school where you got, you know, these guys who are like mainstays in the NHL, like a few years down the road and it's, and you could be around them every day. And I think the biggest thing for me that I did was, you know, my first couple of years, I didn't really, I didn't really watch these guys in practice. Like I didn't pick up on what they did that made them so good. And then, you know, I realized it's, it's all in front of me. Um, I started, you know, going to practice and watching these guys and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to put in a little extra effort and, and kind of carry myself the way these guys do. And I feel like having those guys who are so elite and you can be around them every day, it kind of can help turn you into that. And, um, I mean, I don't think I'm quite there yet. I'm on my way. I was more of a late developer, but I think, you know, all those guys who, who ended up moving on and are, are playing pro and playing in the NHL right now, uh, benefited me a lot, uh, throughout the process. So. I like that answer. Yeah, just look around. You see other guys getting pucks in deep. Obviously, you want to get pucks in deep then. <laughs> it just builds up. No, I think that's a good perspective. I think there's a lot of late bloomers, you would say. And, you know, that's what you, juniors is for. And then, yeah, that's what your four years are for if you need them. So, absolutely. I'm glad it's worked out for you now. You know, you just, you said you're practicing with the, the Red Wings and boom, you're ready to go. Like you're, you're there. It's next step. And yeah, I mean, what, you know, to touch on that, like what advice would you give for guys that are kind of late bloomers themselves? Yeah, I just, I mean, if I could give advice for that, I'd say don't try to rush it. Um, obviously, everybody's different, you know, their path, mm-hmm. right. when they're, where they're trying to get to where they're going. Um, but, yeah, uh, like, just, just watch the guys who are who are the best in the right now, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, pick up on things that they do. And ultimately, that'll that'll grow your confidence and, you know, when your time comes, like my time for me wasn't my freshman year. My time for me wasn't my sophomore year. But when your time comes, when when the opportunity comes, you know, seize it, um, hold on to it, and and don't give it away. So, um, I mean, that's that's about the the, the advice that I got. No, yeah, I like it. Everybody, you know, ends up saying basically a similar. Like, you know, just keep working. Like, you don't obviously get like upset if you're not getting, you know, enough playing time, enough looks on special teams. Like if you yeah. keep putting in the work, it's going to come to you. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think above all, just, just being a great teammate, you know, don't yeah. be a guy that, you know, yeah, it's hanging his head. Like in the locker room, you know, you want to be a good teammate. You want to be there for your, for your, for your boys. I mean, that's the, that's the group of guys that you're going on the ice with. So it's another thing if I could add. Damn right. No, love it's, it. it's been I added. Love it. I it's like that. Added. Let's uh, I got a question, you know, what uh, drew you to, 
you know, commit to BU originally. And sec- follow-up question is, what would your pitch now be if you're trying to recruit somebody to BU, you know, over another Beanpot school there? Yeah, um, I guess for me, it was it was a crazy scenario for me. I had went through my... Ooh, let's go. I was 19 in the USHL. I was playing. I wasn't talking to virtually any schools, um, if maybe a couple. And then, you know, I had one big weekend, and I feel like that's how it works in the USHL, especially for the guys who are older i had one really good weekend where i had a where i had a few goals and i played a couple good games and next thing you know i get a call from boston the first you know big prominent school um so they called and then sure enough you know three or four other schools come calling and and you kind of get overwhelmed but i think the thing that was my deciding factor in terms of the the decision was the fact that they came first you know they saw me first they didn't just come because you know, somebody else offered, you know, so I felt like they actually right. believed in me and, and they were going to, you know, work to develop me as a player. Um, mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you know, then you have Boston University, you know, it's nuts. Like yeah. one of the biggest schools in college hockey, hockey hotbed, all the rivalries, the bean pots, you know, the championship teams that have came before you, the players who came before you. So it was really a no brainer, especially when I stepped on campus for the first time. Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine. That's that, crazy. That just, story right there would probably work as a pitch for me. Just yeah. say yes right there. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and then oh, for uh, for what was the other question? It was kind of just I like say, yeah, what yeah, what do you you know what are you if you're trying to get you know the top prospect on BU for the coaches right now? What are you saying to the kid? <laughs> yeah, well, like uh, freshman year, I'd say he's pub, but uh, <laughs> no, just like uh, just I was just for the boys uh, listening, but. Uh, yeah i'd say just like all the history that surrounds it um you know you you go in and you know i had never been to a place before that you have the expectation to win right when you stepped on campus yeah like that's what everybody you know puts into your head and you know it it feels good obviously it's it's a lot of weight on the shoulders but you know like you're at bu you should win and i think that's one of the coolest things just to be in that culture and then once again like i just to to say again, you know, like you see the, the guys who've came through, like Jack Eichel, older guys like Chris Drury, and you know, Witt. Bunch. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I skipped a bunch of big names there, but I had to get Witt out there. Yeah, obviously, yeah, Witt. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just cool, man, just to see the history that surrounds the program, and you know, it's a city school. You got four other schools around you. The the social aspect is is really fun. Um, but the, the students but, know. The students know the game. The fans at the at the rink know hockey. Yeah. Everything about the game. Yeah, so that makes to a put difference. it in simple terms, it's uh, I'd say it's like the SEC of college hockey, just playing in Boston. Oh, Boom. love it. There, that might be the audio quote, but yeah, I mean, like hit the nail on the head. And let's talk about uh, man. We even like rehearse. Is it Aganis Arena again? Can you say it for me? Yeah, you guys. You got, Aganis. Got it, yeah, Aganis. All right, Aganis. let's talk about that because that's. Aganis. It's got to be one of the best rings in college hockey there, and atmospheres you, too. Like, yeah, just it's packed barn every night. You mentioned in your, uh, you know, letter to Terrier Nation there that the band is one of the best in college hockey, if not the best. You know, what's a game day experience like there, especially like say Boston College rolls in. We gotta the get barn. one. We gotta get one at BU. Yeah, we, we're going. <laughs> yeah, there. if uh, yeah, I'll hook you up with one of the boys to take you on a. Um, one of those. Uh, what are they called? Story takeovers, but we we've gone to a couple yeah, schools and made videos there too, and. I remember we're shooting the video like when I was in the North Dakota student section and Mankato's like everyone's just drunk off their ass, but it's such a good time. And then throwing a little Boston next to that. Ugh. Yeah, I'm all yeah, in. Yeah, we yeah. got to go. I, I need it. That's one rink I have to go to. Yeah, but let, let the man oh, finish. Yeah, let him describe uh, it. To answer your question, though, there are definitely certain games that you get up for. Like, like for instance, Boston College, Northeastern, Harvard. Yep. Like, you know, you know, there's going to be a great atmosphere. You're going to have fans from, from BU as well as you're going to have a good, there's going to be a road section of fans. So it's, it's uh it's just awesome they should I just mean, cancel classes again, on friday. what's that <laughs> they should cancel classes on friday just to get ready yeah for the i game. mean i don't know how many people are going to class on the, the bean pop mondays but oh no one uh, <laughs> yeah no it's just uh it's cool i mean i really like playing in northeastern yeah students are right on top of you yeah um i think to do something there like no shirt ot or something no t-o-t <laughs> pretty crazy pretty no crazy with them a couple times so yeah they're just just cool little things and you know just seeing the passion of the fans like it was you know you have that in juniors but it's it's really not the same when you get up to the college level and obviously it even gets bigger when you get to the, the national hockey league or mm-hmm. like the american league or whatnot so absolutely yeah it was, it was great 
Man, I wish every student section had no TOT. Like God. that that just that just rings true. And like when I was looking through your guys' schedule last season, I think you went to OT yeah. like eight different times. So you would have seen a lot of just <laughs> you know tarps yeah, off I don't for really the boys. Want to shout out Northeastern, but I thought that was uh, that was yeah. a pretty pretty cool uh, thing they did there. They could they could hang in, in that aspect. Except for the cap to them, but let's get back on BU here and yeah. that's the focus yeah. and we do have uh you know one solid icebreaker for Ryan Whitney, if you ever met him, maybe he's in your phone. You wore the C, you know, for a full season, four years there. Maybe even have more points than the guy. I don't know. I didn't look that part up, but he never wore a letter for BU. So, I mean, I think that's how you slide in his DMs if you have He's also already. got his own drink, though. So, <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah, that could be the uh, that could be the entry. You know, yeah, whatever works. He'll, he has to notice and respect it. He'll see know? this. He'll see this pod. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll send it to him and not get a response back. <laughs> Let's see. I got another question about uh, you know your juniors time there. Uh, you played for the Bloomington Thunder in Illinois, which was you know I even looked it up. I think it was like two hours from your hometown there in Schaumburg. Hope I didn't butcher that. But uh, you know how <laughs> you it, got it. Let's go, dude. I'm batting a thousand with yeah, these. Yeah, you're you're doing good tonight. It's you late know, night too. How was yeah? How was your juniors experience there? Do we have any stories we can share on air? You know, besides that one big weekend, obviously that blew you up on the scene there. But like you know, explain your time there. You know how how nice that must have been to play that close to home. I loved it in Tri-City. It was, was awesome. Just incredible group of guys. I still talked to a lot of guys from that team. It was just, it was good being close to home. You know, when I, you know, I, I needed to home and see the family and all that. It was close. Uh, it was good for my dad. He loved coming down to watch games. When the playoffs came around, he pretty much tried to like to come watch each game. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. Great billets again. Um, did everything for me. And, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good stories. Um, <laughs> any that you can I share? I don't know. I can't yeah. think of one off the top of my head. Oh, um, good. But yeah, I made, made just so many good memories with, with the, with the group of guys there. And it's awesome. It's like, it's about as close to pro as you can get before going into college. So, yeah. um, yeah, it was, it was sweet. I do have a follow up. You know, what are your thoughts on their new name and logo, the, the Central Illinois Flying Aces? Because personally, I just hate it. <laughs> what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, um, so I'm not sure about all that. I think they're actually folded now. Oh, they folded? Okay. I looked it up. Yeah, so. Shit. Well, that's um, on me too. But, but, but yeah, that's why they know, folded, I, mean, I would say. That city's kind of tough. You know, you got like a college there to compete with and True. Bunch of other things. I'm not going to get into all the details about it, but. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a fun spot, and you know there's a lot to do in town, and you know kids just running around and enjoying playing hockey every day. It was great. Hey, that, that's gritty. Again, I get I get caught on my lack of research. I, I thought I did a good amount there. <laughs> that's just tough. Let's uh, right after you're pumping yourself up. Yeah, yeah, that's what you get. Keep me honest, bitch. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. No, let's back to college here, and we're gonna go to my one of my favorite videos that I've seen is. You bearing that OT goal versus BC there in the semifinals or hockey semifinals. You know what? Walk us through that experience, that goal. Did everything just go black for you once you scored that goal? I mean, <laughs> yeah, just I would have. Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> Describe it. Couldn't have been more of a tap in. I'm probably, probably the easiest, hardest goal I've ever scored. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just a crazy moment. Like biggest rival, our biggest rival. And um, I think I only had three goals up to that point that year. But for some reason, I like especially two years when you know my production wasn't great but i find like big times to score like my few goals that i had like my freshman sophomore year but yeah it was awesome i mean i remember bowers was coming around the net and he kind of threw one through the paint just literally couldn't have landed more in the center of my blade and yeah like you said pretty much blacked out i don't know if i've ever been that excited i don't think i've scored a goal that big up to this up to this point so uh yeah just like the the feeling of you know, just having the, the guys mob you and stuff. And it's, it's, it's an insane feeling. And, um, you know, I think that that season, uh, didn't win the hockey East, we wouldn't have made the tournament. So a lot was on the line and, um, it was honestly just great to celebrate with the group of guys after that, you know, and, um, I can imagine. it was awesome to, to see that happen. So especially in the garden, my, my, my dad and mom were there. So it was, oh, yeah. it was probably one of the greatest moments. <laughs> sold uh, out. I believe it was point. sold out. It looked damn near sold out if it wasn't. So yeah. I mean, yeah, that's close. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Probably was till BC fans left and then <laughs> yeah, stuff would happen. But, but like you said, it kept you guys alive and make tournament and that's, 
Yeah, well, yeah, it makes it that much like, bigger of a goal. So it seemed like we just, yeah, it was, it was one of those things where we were, we were a great team. We didn't really achieve what we wanted to throughout the season, but we got into this rhythm where, like, I don't know if I ever felt that there before at BU, mm-hmm. when we were going into every game and like, you know, the group of guys just felt like we weren't losing the night. Like we have too much, we're not losing the night, and that's kind of how it went through that tournament. And it seemed like we had a lot of. Uh, like unsung, unsung heroes stepping up and, and making big plays throughout the process, as well as our big guns, like, you know, Greener, Kachuk, and, and God, so many guys <laughs> making, making big saves for us. So, um, yeah, it was a great run. And to be able to, to you know, pull my weight and as much as I could throughout that, it was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. I remember, so you scored that goal to like, obviously, you know, send you guys to the finals there but then you also ended up scoring i think against michigan in the tournament when the, and like when they had quinn hughes and everything would you say that's up there with your top goals too because i think you had like four game winners this season alone or the last season so obviously you kind of live for the third period there it seems there was like some crazy stat or something where if i had scored like that year we like didn't lose but <laughs> i think we ran out of luck at the end i had like five i only had like four goals but um it's a nice stat yeah there. It, was, it was crazy um yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if it compares to the one against BC, just because of the magnitude of that game. You're in the Garden against your arch rival. Right. Like I've i never been so fired up. I remember just like I didn't know what to do for a celebration, so I just grabbed on my jersey, yanked <laughs> it down, like flashing the sweater. Like never been that fired up. So it was great. Yeah. No, the celly worked. You just like read this shit. This is where you want to go. Yeah, we we put it on our TikTok <laughs> last night. I probably watched over a hundred times. Yeah, just I just felt the adrenaline rush. Put like, you, you, just like, like oh my God. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, yeah, just so passionate in that moment. It was awesome. That's pretty cool. Man. God, I love it. This is one of our most detailed podcasts, as far as just like, yeah, putting feel, you back in that feeling. moment. Yeah. Well, we don't have everybody that buries game winners like that, That's so true. we gotta we gotta get into it when we can. Let's talk about the turning too, though. Just playing in that, though. I mean, because that in itself is a dream. You know, not a lot of people people get to do that. Yeah, it's a really cool feeling. Um, Trying to think of what stands out. Yeah, I think it's just cool because, you know, you go throughout your season, you only have a handful of other conference games. You know, you're playing guys from, like, teams from the East Coast, right? And then yep. you get into this tournament, and next thing you know, you got Michigan in front of you or North Dakota right. or now. I think that's cool. You just see a different, completely different league that's been playing a completely different style throughout the year, and those two things happens. But, um, yeah, it was it was always cool playing the tournament. I mean, just the feeling in the locker room and stuff is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the seriousness and, and it's just one game. It's not like you it's do or die, you know, you don't have a best of three. So, um, and it's unfortunate because a lot of times I feel like it comes down to bounces and, you know, right. I'll be honest. Like I think you get as many bounces your way as that go the other way, but it seems like if you're playing in a tight game, it's, and you know, the teams are pretty in that tournament, it's bounce off a shin pad or, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, like stuff like that. So I can think of the two, two goals that we got eliminated on in the elite eight, my first two years. And the first one, Doyle Summer makes an incredible block and the puck goes right back to the Duluth, Duluth player. Um, next shot goes in and then, uh, Michigan, I think another, another same, same type of thing, just like a wild bounce that ends up in the back of your net. And it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty wild though. It's, it's fun to play in. Yeah, I can imagine it's just going freaking crazy. Hopefully, we get to have a tournament this season. Um, you know, where where is it going to be held at? I should probably know that. Or Pittsburgh, if it if it does happen. But you know, let's talk about uh, you know college hockey this season. What do you think? I'll give you two questions. What do you think this year's Boston team is going to look like? And then you know, what's your just thoughts on uh, this season happening with you know COVID still causing delays and uncertainty? What do you think? You know, it's going to look like for the boys out there. Yeah, I know it's unfortunate. I mean, I keep in touch with a lot of the guys. Um, I actually went out and visited. I saw what they're going through. It's it's tough, man. Like, like I went to Washington University to deal with any of that, and uh, mm-hmm. these guys are getting tested twice a day. And I mean, obviously, you got to be you got to be aware of what's going on and, and what's going on in the world right now. But yeah, it's tough, and I just hope these guys get you know a good season. I think they they're coming out with like a twenty four game schedule, and um. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the boys just want to play and, you know, you want to be right. able to put that uniform on again. So um, I'm glad to see it's looking like it's leaning towards they're going to play. Um, and then just, yeah, the BU team, I mean, they sent, what, like seven, eight guys? 
Yeah, I think so. That's already a good sign. I think that was pretty much what we sent our freshman year when we were, you know, one of the best teams in the nation. So that's a good sign. Uh, they have a great goaltender coming in. Um, and then, you know, you got David Ferentz who tore the league apart last year, like right. did things that I've never <laughs> never seen before. So he's he's incredible. So, yeah, they, you always got the talent. It's just a matter of, you know, having everybody come together. Um Get pucks in Play deep. the same way. Yeah, get get pucks deep, like you've been emphasizing for sure. Absolutely. Get the red. Get the red. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think they'll be. I think they'll be good. I mean, bringing back a lot of D men, and um, it seems like they're trending in a in a way of getting like a little older, you know. And you know, it's great to have one and dones and stuff. And you know, you want those guys to move on; they deserve it. But yep, um, when you can keep guys there and build build a culture you know, it's going to be a positive thing in the long run. So, yeah. Yeah. I think they're absolutely going to be dangerous. And like you said, like when you have guys like Ferentz choosing to come back after a season like that, like that's huge for the program too. And in so, regards like yeah. having COVID too, he's still coming back. You know, that's, yeah. That says yeah a lot and I know that program. gets, I know that gets the guys going for sure. When Dave, Dave made that decision. So absolutely. Yeah, like, I, fired, fired me, yeah, I love to see it. That should, fi- that should fire every college hockey fan up. You made, know? made me almost want to go back. Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, who's this guy? You just shave your head bald, you know, maybe get a little stash going. Isn't this guy like 30? <laughs> uh, like, man, he is, he's getting uh, pucks in deep just like somebody good. else to know. He yeah. must have, like, worn a C summers. <laughs> yeah, you just got to iron the C off or whatever. Just strip it, and it'll be good. But uh, let's go into, let's finish up with the speed round here. Basically, it's going to sound really intimidating afterwards with, like, a bunch of sound effects. So just, let's just act like you're nervous, and then we'll we'll get through it. No problem. <laughs> All right, perfect. All right, so let's start out. You know, we like to ask, why why number eleven? Did were you given that? Did you get to choose that number? And how does it? You know, maybe you didn't choose it, but you know, how why is that your number going forward? Or why did you love repping? You know, double wounds. Yeah, the boys called me uh, sticks. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> but uh, I'm not gonna try to request my own number. But uh, yeah, they were just like they gave me four numbers. And uh, 11 was the one I picked. Uh, I probably had a chance to maybe change it, but I, I just like the number in general. Um, so I just kind of, there's not really a big story behind it. You know, it's just how it happened. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Breezy likes it. You know, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Are you, <laughs> are you excited about the possibility to fight someone um, now that your college career is over? Would, would you ever drop the mitts if the chance came up? I like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anyone in particular? And these guys, like you know, these pro guys have probably been fighting for a while, and yeah, you, don't want to pick the, you don't want to pick the wrong guy. But That's true. Yeah, I think my type of game, I kind of noticed that I play better when I get into it, in in the sense of like playing with like sandpaper and like a little bit more grit. I feel, I feel like it almost brings out more of my my skill. So, oh, God, uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited to like kind of get into it with guys more and. Um, have have the opportunity you know i also like sticking up for teammates mm-hmm. um so that's one thing that you know that's good for in college you can't really do that you can go over and cross check a guy but you can't you can't really uh fight him so yeah i'm yeah i'm excited for that i guess Sorry, everybody. <laughs> hopefully it works out the right way well maybe hit up greener greener and ask for some tips and we've seen him drop the mitts plenty of times yeah. for our wild here in minnesota yeah, well, so. that, that guy doesn't even know need to know how to fight he's so he's, he's so <laughs> He's so big. You just got to throw. One connects, yeah, oh, One done. quick story about Greener. I got, I got a story, too, about him, so you go first, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just what he did, and, like, it was funny. He would just – this guy was so dominant. Like, he would he would stiff-arm guys, like, his junior year. He would probably belonged in the NHL at that point. His junior year, he was, like, honestly stiff-arming guys out there. Like, he was a football player. He was holding guys off him, and then he'd have the puck on one hand, like, reached out. It's just impossible to get the puck away from him. Just the highs. You almost had to like laugh. <laughs> yeah, that, that couldn't have been fun to go against in practice either. Like, no, and he had that. He had like a funny smile. <laughs> he just, he just, <laughs> he just knows he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> just bullying kids out there. Yeah, I mean, he, he still does yeah. in the NHL. Yeah, that's like, true. He still. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anybody like use their body, their advantage better than him up to this point. Let's go to, you know, now that you are graduated, what what is the best bar on campus? I guess we're getting back into that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's weird how it kind of works. Like, it seemed like every year, like, a bar would get closed down or something. But, <laughs> I mean, you got to go with the, 
the OG's Keys Pub. I mean, Keys that Pub place for is game day. Ridiculous. So so fun. Just so call it like our kind of our bar, you know, like all the people from uh, all the people from BU, all the students go, and you know, after a, after a win, going there was an absolute blast. So that was probably the top one, and then you know, you got Tavern was really good. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, those are the two I can kind of think of. So T's pub after we go to a game and BU spanks BC. Yeah, basically. Okay, we'll put that up top. Yeah. Um, let's go with you know. Wait, I gotta find it right. <laughs> here we go. I got a couple tough questions here. Not really. What? <laughs> we're still in the speed round. <laughs> yeah. So well, true. we're gonna edit it like it's speedy, man. This is we suck late at night, but uh, hang it with us here. Let's go with, you know, who is the best player that you've gone against in your four years there in college? Like one. Besides Greenway, you stood out like somebody that you had to face up, and you're like, "Man, this guy gets so many pucks deep; it's crazy." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, sorry, I was laughing about that. No, no, you're I'm the greatest <laughs> guy now. Man. For me, I find for me, since I'm a forward, I find the toughest players to play against are obviously the defensemen because that's kind of who you're going against. You're forechecking them, right? Um, so I would say Kale McCarr and then Quinn Hughes close second. Um, just because I didn't really see Quinn Hughes as much. Not that one of them is better than the other. Mm-hmm. They're both insane. They're both pretty damn good. It just seemed like it just seemed like it was really, really difficult to forecheck Kilmacar because he's so fast and he's so smooth. Mm-hmm. He does everything with like a rhythm. So like he picks up the puck and he's just flying. Like <laughs> and you, you don't you don't really want to go in on him full speed because he'll just blow your doors off. So <laughs> that was one guy that I felt like I always had to be aware of when I was on the ice with, with him. I can imagine just, ugh. yeah. And then Quinn, I only saw him one game in the, uh, but that was enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still made an impression. Tried to torch, torch me on one goal. I was, I was coming out to block a shot at the point or something, but yeah, he was also a very good player. A lot of great players in college though. That's just, true. But those guys, you I just mean... see so many good players coming out of college now. Yeah. I like that. What to, what about, you know, now that you are out of college, can we expect a playoff beard that you're now that you're in the show there? Yeah, it might there. be like might be a little choppy. That's all right. I don't grow the facial hair that well, but uh, you got to try. You got to try. Yeah. Oh. yeah, no, definitely. I'm who's like oh, and I'm going to shave it off. Like I'll I'll do my best. <laughs> Old patches. <laughs> I'll give you what I got. Exactly. That's that's all you can ask. Like a dirty, dirty sash or something. I don't know. I mean, look at Taves. All he has is like a neck beard, basically, and the chin straps, and he just gets yeah. it going. He's got three cups. Yeah, that good. It's not bad. Yeah, it works. Uh, you got any speed round questions here, James, or is it all me? I do want to ask, like, while you were there, um, who was the funniest guy in the team, like, in all your time there? Who's the shower guy? Who's the shower guy? <laughs> 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 Gotta be. Uh... You know, every guy is so funny in their own way. Like, all the boys were hilarious. There are so many funny guys, man. But if I had to pick one guy. One shower guy. <laughs> one, sh- one guy to shower with. <laughs> yeah, shower buddy. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be Ty Monty for sure. Okay. Wow. That, that's an honor the right there. Is, the guy is an absolute character. So <laughs> How about uh, um, how about best style coming to the rink? Like, yeah, who's just um, dripping coming to the rink? Best style coming to the rink. Yeah, and all your time there, <laughs> cut out. We might have lost. I him. can't. Oh, I can't really go. pump up Otter. No, can't do that. He's got a. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's got. He's got decent style though. <laughs> um, you know who had good good style all the time? I think I'll give him a, give him a bump as Fabs. Okay. Fab bro. Okay. Seemed like he always had some good style. Um, Bowers kind of rocking a little bit of a hipster style, which I thought was pretty cool. There you go. You gotta get some shoutouts. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who else. What about uh, last last one as far as the team goes? But is there any guy in the team you just couldn't stand when they took the ox cord in the locker room? Like, this playlist was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Patrick Harper. No, just he's so ready. A liney too. Yeah. That's, That's tough. tough. I would I would get on him hard. Uh, What's he playing? Like all the guys, all the guys would. Yeah. What What is he? What is he playing? I don't know, man. He's just like the type of guy to like play like. He'll just go on Drake and like shuffle all Drake and like yeah, Drake's got good songs, but like you gotta mix get any songs that you never even heard. And I don't know. It's not about what he plays. How like he plays it? Like you go from one just song that's a certain genre to a completely different genre. He's got 
He's just all over the place when he gets the cord in his phone. Just no consistency. You can't trust a guy yeah, like I, that on the Ox. Might be a little too much pressure or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe he should find a different role then. <laughs> Try to be a shower guy. Try to do something yeah, different. I think uh, Harp should just stick to slinging pucks. <laughs> <laughs> slinging pucks and hammock, as he would say. And hammock? What does that and even hammock. mean? hammock. We're just going to leave it there. He just, okay. he just says he just slings hammock. Oh, <laughs> So it's what I thought it meant. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe you should. Damn. What about what about you? Uh, you know, I gotta throw some kind of outro song in here. What what just gets you juiced before a game? If you had to pick it on, you know, for the speaker for the boys. Um, I can't think of the name of it. It's literally like a it's like a song with like no words. Um, it's like it's like the instrumental. It's electric. Um, oh, hard upon your sleeve or something hard upon a sleeve or something and just like okay. no lyrics and it, it it's it's heavy metal you said no it's like a EDM it's not really oh. heavy metal it's like a heavier song but okay. gets the guys going but then yeah i just i don't know you know you you guys know like you have like five or six songs that really get you going and um yeah yeah but that was cycle. One of them. okay we'll see if i can mix that in here probably some highlights too but uh yeah we just gotta ask that after the i mean Obviously, you're not trying to listen to what Harper's playing, so no, you gotta have something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just keep the in. <laughs> you're like, just keep the earbuds in. Keep getting pucks in deep and get away from me. You know, oh, man. Just he tough. hasn't dumped a puck. Oh well, then we definitely don't want to talk to him. <laughs> He's yeah. the guy making moves uh, at the blue yeah. line. He likes it on the stick. Uh, okay, <laughs> he likes it on the hammock. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chip. I'm so distracted right now. Right. Well, we're beyond speed round. You, you made it through that. Um, I don't. Do we have any wrap up questions here? We already kind of asked, you know, for prospects uh, going yeah. through juniors. I guess I want to ask if there's is there anything in college the the college hockey game itself that you would change and that you're out of it. Yeah, the OT and the hockey is, Ooh. is just rough. <laughs> uh, I think we do five on five for five minutes. Nope. And it's just like everybody's gassed at that point. Just open up the game to. You know, four on four, it's going to be more exciting for the fans. Absolutely. Um, and you know, you're gonna you're gonna finish more games. Like the amount of times where I went to OT in college, and it was a five on five, five minute overtime, and there's like a few shots on that, like nothing happens. It's it's all the time. So <laughs> I think in order to give a better product, mm-hmm. I would look at implementing like four on four, or even go as far as three on three, and then, I mean, even at that point, if you don't have a winner, like do a shootout. Yep. Yeah, like, somebody's got to get the extra point. for points because I know there's a big talk about like the points and like the pairwise, and you want your conference to to not kind of you want your conference to kind of help each other like go up in the pairwise. Mm-hmm. So then just do that stuff, but don't even do it for points. You know what I mean? Right. Like just yeah, just, just do it for the fans. Just for something to do. Like the boys, the boys love doing that stuff. Like three on three, four on four is great. And the fans want to see it. It's yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah, don't, nobody exactly. wants to walk out of there with a tie. No, it's hard to go to the bars with the boys too if you tie. Like it's just hard. Yeah. It's just like <sighs> then it's war zone, probably. It's war zone. <laughs> Only it's if just... it's a tie, it's war zone. <laughs> I guess. Where we're going. Yeah. Cause then you're like, eh, I don't really feel like going out. Then you're dropping into Verdansk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What what is your uh let's go war zone questions to finish it out here? You know, what's your loadout? Are you like a sit back and snipe guy? Or are you like you know, gritty and shotgun in their face, like you, Bucks like you are on the ice there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's the M M thirteen. Okay. Yeah. That I fries. That with like a suppressor, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, yeah, I got a shotgun on the backup class when I need to get up in some guys' faces and let them know. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's I don't reasonable. Know. Oh, and you gotta go silencer, monolithic. You know, I'm about that life. So yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Oh. Hide the footsteps. All right. I feel like I know everything about this guy now. Yeah, we, we've got him everywhere. Yeah. Again, just Patty. We want to thank you for coming on today. Yeah. Like uh, first terrier on. We've been trying to get one for a while now, and uh, yeah, we, we got yeah. one with a C. Even yeah. better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How was it? Do you guys think it was pretty good? Uh, I think yeah, it was great. You crushed, man. Right. Like perfect, man. You, you had if stories. I'm ever, uh, if I'm ever in mini, I'll shoot you guys a DM. Hey, hit grab it. one. Hit us up. Let's yeah, you'll go. be here soon. Playing the wild. We hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. And that'll be a fun one because oh, we got Greeny. But other than that, what do we have? Nothing. You know, <laughs> we got nothing. Over yeah. Here. Yeah. Bring your own cups because we don't got any here. So true. <laughs> no, but yeah. man, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Yeah. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, man. Take care. Stay safe, and uh, you know we'll be in touch here.
Get that Instagram account. Yeah, care, uh, get that yeah. Instagram going. Yeah. <laughs> get it going, man. We're sorry about that. I feel terrible. I gotta write a check for that guy. No. <laughs> brutal. Well, yeah, we'll start. We'll start a save Patty's Instagram fund for the boys. Yeah. Go fund me. Yeah, we'll we'll set that up for you, and don't worry about it. Peace, peace, boys. Peace, hey, man. Take it easy. God, what a guy. Got Patrick. very clean. He went the Air AirPods the whole time, but you know what? It, I mean, that's just classic chef curry for you right there. What are you going to do? The guy gets pucks in deep and it's not always pretty, but it happens. So exactly. That's I mean, all, all that matters. He's just taking two minute shifts, eating pucks left and right. <laughs> you know, just did we get him on behind the net? You didn't get on him about the block shots. You really let him go. I, and I was, I was I'm shocked right now. So I was going to talk about the block shots. You're listening to this, Pat. I know you had 16 last season, which was which was a high for him. I think he was usually around that. I think he had one down year with only six blocks. I'll shoot him a text. He should go yeah. work out or something because that's just not good enough. It, but he won the top defensive forward that's true. in the Hockey East. So that's I'm just I'm assuming looking. that no players were able to get a shot on net very often mm-hmm. when he's around because it's just an active stick. You know, he's he's getting the mitts in the guy's face. Like, yeah. you don't want to fire a shot because mm-hmm. you know Pat's just going to just rough you up. Yep. He doesn't have to block the shots. The stick's already there. He's already exactly. there. He doesn't so. need shot blockers. He's just that good. No. And then he's going to take the puck the other way. He might just dunk it because he had 19 gens this season. Yeah. Like, holy eesh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. He really just... Turn around. Leading Boston, now. Leading the Terriers in goals. Is that good? That's pretty good. I think so. 32 points. Good. I mean, big big season for him there. At plus 10 on the ice. Like, I think he had four game winners. Just, uh, yeah, pretty nasty. And, like, I think they, they, when I looked it up their stats, like, they had, you know, good history against UMass Lowell last season. I think they beat them five rip at home, and then they went to OT both times at UMass yeah. Lowell. And, so anything could have happened there. And, obviously, Beanpot, too. Like, they can play BC. You know, they can play anybody. But... Obviously, the season just didn't happen, and I'm just pissed thinking about it. <laughs> like, what the? We F? lost. Yeah, man. There's a lot of talent we didn't get to see across the league last year, and so much. It's and tough, and it's it's something we just had to live with. Just it is. nothing we can do about. It. But neither of us are players or seniors that got our season taken away from true. us. So, yeah, um, we don't, we can't be too mad because we didn't go through that. Oh, <laughs> we did miss out on Little Caesars. We're not mad. Yeah, but we but will bring that up. This guy that we just had on the pod will be playing there. So, uh, yeah, we'll right? Yeah, I didn't yeah. Even think about God, that. We got an it. We can finally go to Little Caesars. And maybe even go get you turn your ringer. Maybe maybe get a hot and ready pizza after. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty freaking lit, man. Oh, Christ. I can see it now. That's a great grand pick. One day, yeah. Have him live pod from Little Caesars, like the Little Caesars, like next to the Little Caesars Arena. Get him an ECH shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm sending him one. Can he fit in one? Guy's probably just got four arms. I mean, he looks like Michael Ruzioni reborn. Just an absolute wagon. Chest. He's got the letty going too. It's dude. It's this guy's a full package shower guy. Seven tooler, as as <laughs> Jacob Bardown would say from on the bench. And uh, yeah, as many as he can fit in that bag. Yeah. Maybe I mean, a, maybe a hammock. Yeah, yeah, this guy does it all. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm just juiced up. I want hockey used to release something now because, like, obviously Boston. They'll, they'll be out next. You gotta think. I mean, yeah. You know, some tough Terrier news. That was the only thing I read today that's being recorded on. It's Wednesday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Is it still Wednesday? Must be the next day. No, this one's been going for a while. We're almost on Thursday. But yeah, Terriers had to shut down their all activities and sports this week only. And then they're going to reassess the situation because people just cannot, uh, you know, stay safe there, mm-hmm. I guess. It didn't say anything about the hockey team, but that sucks that they can't practice. They just shut down athletics for the week, right? Yeah, they're like, oh, Pat's coming on the pod. Shut it down. Yep. Shut it down. And they're like, "Uh, he graduated. They're like, well, we already shut it down. (laughs) So I think that's what happened. Otherwise, we have no Hockey East news, and I'm pissed off. Yeah. No WCHA news. Um, I mean, just nobody nobody has a hard schedule except for the Atlantic. Like, would you have picked at any conference? Like, (laughs) yeah, Atlantic's going to be on top of their shit. We got Army, and we got LIU on November 13th. Well, you're, Ni- well, you're yeah. not going to mention Niagara. Well, but that's the first game of the schedule is boom. Okay. Like that's the first one that's going to be played in front of. So uh, is that our plan? Are we going to ride Niagara again all this year? I mean, I think so. But like now we've talked to so many guys at the Atlantic that I have to you know spread the love a little bit. That's true. And like but we can't even always, get a, we can't even get a purple eagle on the pod. Like what is? Yeah, are they tough. just too sick? I think so. Well, Cooley obviously he's gross. You always remember your first, James. Yeah. So I saw Eric Cooley. Basically, take my highlight goal virginity and just you know, <laughs> with with that game winner over what was it RIT? Oh, dude, I'm cramping up. Right got now. me going. Like yeah. All right, let's end it up. So <laughs> we're talking about it. every time we end up talking about Cooley, I'm like, where did we go wrong? So again, we want to thank our boy Patty Curry for coming on the pod today. It's a little gritty. I will edit it best my 
that the best of my ability. I can't even speak, but uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. We'll be back. Uh, we might be off next week, actually. Nah, we got one next week, actually. Just got another text. We will be back, back at, next back week. At, back in the NCHC. <laughs> this oh, thing just right, doesn't right, right. end. Um, but ends. after that, we're going to have a week off. And then after that, the plan is to have our first film podcast. And mm. that's a little spoiler for the guys that are still listening here an hour in. Yeah, um, damn. If you're still listening, you know what's coming, so... And it might, it I might, might just get a facelift for getting filmed. You know, a little nose job. Yeah, a little perm. We might just. You know. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. We'll see. We're gonna eat little Caesars live. That could work. That could work. That's just get Curry back on the pot in three weeks. Basically, the frozen Caesars. four. You know, just frozen zaz <laughs> with the fellas. So yeah, let's wrap this the f up. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Stay safe. Looking forward to tomorrow. You will be playing in the Hockey East Championship game. What will you do over the next 24 hours to make sure you are ready to play in that game? Uh, a lot of recovery. Obviously, we're uh, pretty gassed. That was a, was a long overtime. And um, I don't know, we'll probably get back. Some cold tubs. We've got some of the best staff in the league who, who help us get prepared for, for games. So we'll go back. We'll do a few things, get a good night rest, and come back and hopefully be uh, hoisting a trophy tomorrow night. And for the ninth time, the Boston University Terriers are the champions of Hockey East. A 2-0 win over the Providence College Friars here at TD Garden. You have the expectation to win right when you step on campus. Like, that's what everybody, you know, puts into your head. And, you know, it, it feels good. Obviously, it's, it's a lot of weight on the shoulders. But, you know, like, you're at BU, you should win. To say again, you know, like you see the, the guys who came through, like Jack Michael, older guys like Chris Drury, and you know, Witt. <laughs>